Hi everyone, welcome to Talk Racing to Me with Naomi, episode 71. I've got two very, very special guests for you this week. We're going to start out with young, but very much up-and-coming trainer, Brittany Russell, who last year secured her first graded stakes win, got to go to Dubai with the same horse. I got the chance to catch up with her here at Laurel Park after a busy day of racing. And after that, we check in with old friends, Cabin Creek owner and manager, Joanne Pepper, about the late Zippy Chippy, who passed away at the ripe old age of 31, racing's most lovable loser so we know that we're all super busy with the kentucky derby coming up but these two guests certainly give you a bit of background about their lives and everything else that has been going on in the interim so we're going to start out with Brittany russell Brittany, i'm so glad you can join me again for talk racing to me it's been a while last time we talked about hello beautiful who of course unfortunately isn't in training anymore now but she had quite the career for you and of course you're joined by your daughter Edie as well we have a whole uh, fan club here going on how are things going for you so far and of course you've got runners going into the stakes as well this Saturday at Laurel yeah you know it's been a it's been an okay start to the year I mean we had such a good um 2021 getting that graded stake and you know uh we, we just had a great year you know hella beautiful one of some races uh where she told me to go Wonder where go. Craig is. Um, you know, so we had such a good year, but um, you know, we 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 got off the uh, you know the duck on the stakes end of it, and that's kind of what our goal is, right? To have the better horses and win some of those better races. So, uh, you know, we took a trip to Dubai. Um, Craig's back; he's doing well. He should join us here again soon. So, a lot to look forward to. Good. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh, about Wonder where Craig is. Of course, he was your first graded stakes winner. First. First, unof- what was it? Unofficial, unfortunately, in, yeah. the, in the dash. Yeah, that, that was, was a- brutal. <laughs> he, for everyone that doesn't know, he got DQ, but then he came back and got you a Greatest yeah. Stakes victory, nonetheless, up in New York. What was that like for you? That kind of milestone? Yeah, it was huge. And then, of course, um, I had our son Rye the next day, so I was at home. <laughs> watching him win that graded stake on the couch which is you know in some ways sad because I couldn't be there but um still like what a weekend it was awesome that's I mean that seems like the most perfect weekend to get a milestone like that and then also you know have your son that must have been emotionally one of the better weekends I can imagine oh yeah for sure I mean I was sitting in the hospital the next day one I mean of course I'm excited to have the baby but I was wondering how my horse was So, uh, and, you know, he's done nothing wrong since by by any means. Uh, You know, we took a swing at a, you know, on the bigger stage in Dubai and, you know, things didn't go our way, but that's okay. He came back in good order. So that's what matters. I was going to ask, what was that like for you? I know that you went over with the family. Yeah, well, Sheldon and I went. The kids stayed home, and okay. uh, we had a we had a great trip. It was amazing. They take great care of you. You know, um, it's just everything was amazing. I, I I wouldn't even know where to begin to you know elaborate on how good of a time it was and how well actually the horse trained over there. He he enjoyed himself as well. Now, what was it like for you traveling him overseas? I'm assuming you had some experience with that from having worked with trainers like Brad Cox and others before, or was that really new for you? It was new for us, but the good news is we had, you know, plenty of uh, support, you know, plenty of people to reach out to and get some, you know, help and pointers and things like that. And, you know, Craig's such a easygoing character. He, the traveling didn't affect him a whole lot. He was wonderful. Yeah, well, let's hope that you get a couple more like him, right? And you might be able to try 
again <laughs> next year. It's quite quite the meeting to go through. Ever considered having a string up there? I know you had a string at a couple of different US locations. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, but something to dream about, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about perhaps the stakes around this, this Saturday. We were talking about the Dahlia stakes. There's two entered in there. You mentioned that perhaps one of them will be lining up. We got Out of Sorts as well as Adelaide Miss, both coming out of uh, fairgrounds run because you also had a string down there how do you rate their chances well you know i had this race kind of marked for adelaide miss for quite some time being the flat mile um and we i might have sort of changed direction uh with who we're gonna run i don't think we'll run both um just feel like it could set up well for sorts uh you know she's a filly that's just had some bad luck you know she needs a little bit of pace she likes she likes sort of her home tracks. Uh, she ran really well at Delaware last year. She ran well at Pimlico. So, you know, just hoping to kind of get her back on track. And, uh, you know, I she's trained well, and I, I don't see a reason why she wouldn't run a big one. And you had her at Fairgrounds as well. How many in total were down there for you? We had 10 down there, and it was just sort of a, you know, horses are doing well. Let's Why are we putting them on the shelf? You know, let's, let's get some seasoning into them, get some runs into them. And then, you know, the idea is... You come up here, it's April, and, you know, we have fit horses ready to go. It was definitely a big advantage when the turf season starts again here and plenty of horses are coming off. A little bit longer layoffs, at least a winter, so I, I definitely get where, where that came from. You also had a string in Saratoga. Was it last year or the year before that you had a couple there? Yep, last year we had a string. We won a few races. We, we had a, we, you know, we had a good go. We claimed some horses and things, so that's sort of the goal is to, you know, try and get back up there and have the right you got to have the right horses so that's mm-hmm. that's what we're pushing for yeah so is the plan to, to have a string up there this year again as well yep so actually my assistant's up at belmont at the moment she only has a few horses but we're trying to claim we're trying to kind of build the string back up and you know once some of the two-year-olds start showing you know what they are hopefully we can send a few up and you know things like that but trying to get belmont sort of sorted so that when saratoga rolls around we have a good line on you know who's ready for new york so where will you be having strings this year then? You've got fairgrounds, zero joke. That's great, right? Being able to expand like that. It, it is great. And, uh, you know, the also you don't want to grow too quickly. But, you know, we've done it in small increments. I have a string up at Delaware as well. And that's gone really well. And it's been a great place to get some of the two-year-olds started and things like that. But it's also nice. Maryland's our home base. And it's just nice to be home. <laughs> Yeah, but I know that you were traveling even today, right? Yeah, Delaware. I was at Delaware this morning. So, I, you know, I, I try and stay busy and on the road so I can, you know, keep an eye on everything. So, you know, you want to keep the owners confident that, you know, you're just not turning them over to an assistant, even though I have mm-hmm. fantastic help. Everybody does a great job and, you know, we wouldn't be where we are without them. Absolutely. How are the two-year-olds looking this year? Are you excited? Yeah, we. I think we have some decent horses at the moment, and you know, I don't know if they're early quite yet, but uh, the ones that we have in the barn, I'm, you know, they're training along really nicely. Any horse should be looking out for those two year olds. Uh, just we'll just sit tight for a little bit. Before <laughs> I say any names. <laughs> well, of course, I look forward to seeing them. Always really, really excited about the two year olds. And uh, we were mentioning Hello Beautiful at the beginning when we just started talking. She was the biggest money earner in your barn. Now, of course, Wonder Red Craigus is coming a close second to her. Have you spotted perhaps a replacement to her yet, or is is kind of Wonder Red Craig the horse that took over the mantle from her? Oh, it's hard to say a replacement, isn't it? Uh, you know, she'll, phew, it's still tough walking in the barn and not seeing her in that stall. But uh, Craig's the big man. Yeah, he, he's very special. Uh, we have a filly in the barn called Jemison that broke her maiden pretty impressively here just 
about two weeks ago. And, you know, if if all things, you know, go the right way with her, we think she could be pretty special. So, you know, you'd like to hope. But look, until they sort of uh, take that role in the afternoon, you don't really know. Mm. They, they can train brilliantly in the morning, but they have to step up in the afternoon. <laughs> so we're just we're just laughing because Edie is having fun fun in the office here, right, Edie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, it's okay. No worries. Tell me just a little bit. I wasn't planning on talking that much about Hello Beautiful, but also just looking at you and your reaction, she is still very special, right? I know that she won't be campaigned on the racetrack any longer, but she's meant, I'm assuming, the, the world to you and, and your career in stable. Yeah, it's funny, actually, the other day, I mean, actually, there's been many days since she left our barn where we might have had a couple rough days, and I said, you know, we just need Hello Beautiful in this weekend to pick the barn up, because you knew every time you entered her, she was going to run a big race. She was, you know, she, she, how many races does she win? And if she doesn't win, it doesn't matter, because you knew she, she tried for us, and she just kept us, you know, she just kept us feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every barn kind of needs a runner like that. Yeah, for right. for sure. She she was uh, you know, she just kept kept everybody gave us a boost, you know, when she would run it would just, you know, everything would feel right again. You could have a, you know, a rough couple weeks and she would race and, you know, she would just make us feel good again. Yeah, I remember she wasn't she gave Sheldon his 1500th career win as well, right? Yeah. See that there is so many highs with her. What would be a particular memory for you that might have stood out? That, that was a big one there, That his 1500. Also, when she won the Maryland Million Distaff, uh, after she had that rough go, um, you know, when we traveled, we went to Ellis the summer mm-hmm. and uh, tried her at Saratoga. And, you know, I think there were plenty of doubters and, you know, people weren't sure, oh, she's, you know, as good as she was. And she came home and, she, you know, she put on a show and it was just nice to see her get back home and just do what she loved. Yeah, she she was very well. She is very special. I keep saying was, but she's yeah. still she's still around. She might not be racing, but hopefully uh, we'll get the chance to see her progeny uh, do their thing here on the Mid Atlantic Circuit as well. I know you're very busy. I won't keep you too much longer. Just kind of final question because you've worked for, for example, Brad Cox and some very very strong industry players. So who would be someone that you're looking up to? And of course, as you're you know you're you're growing and you're expanding. What kind of goals do you have whilst looking at perhaps some of the other the other players? I mean, I definitely look up to Brad. I, I think it just where Brad was when I started and went to work for him and to see how he's grown and, you know, went from, you know, you know, very small to big. And not that I necessarily want to get that big, but, you know, you, you look at, you know, we went to Dubai this year, so, like, that's a goal. But you want to go to play I, Breeders' Cup. Like, I, I, want, I want good horses like that. I mean, everybody does, so... We just, you know, we just want the quality. It's it's the goal is, you know, to just try and keep the right horses in the barn. Well, I wish you best of luck. I hope the two-year-olds are going to start living for it. And we'll keep an eye out for Jemison as well. Any any plans with her yet, what she might be doing next? Um, I think we're going to probably play it cool and, you know, just run her in an A other than next time and just sort of develop her and bring her along. And hopefully she just continues to step up. Absolutely. Well, Brittany, thanks. For, actually, before we go, I should have probably prepped you for this. Any thoughts on this year's Kentucky Derby? Because we're, what, like, two weeks out now? Two weeks. That's a good question. I mean, I'd like to see I'd like to see my man Brad Cox with a, you know, with an official <laughs> derby winner. Uh, you know, I know that I, ugh, I, I don't even want to get into the whole mandolin thing, but I know he wants to actually have a, <laughs> a 
a proper derby winner, and that's, you know, he's a Louisville guy, so I'd love to see one of his horses jump up and run big for him. It was nice to see uh, Cyberknife in the Arkansas Derby. That was nice because it looks like he mm. might be a little tricky character to train, so hopefully everything comes together for him on the right day. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Very grateful to Brittany Russell for making some time for me to have a chat with her. I know how busy she is running a full stable. She has, of course, a lovely family as well. I'm going to give you one tip. If you see a Brittany Russell horse go off at a big price at Laurel Park, you might just want to jump on board. They tend to win quite, quite frequently. Now, uh, we'll move along to old friend's Cabin Creek owner and manager Joanne Pepper, to talk about Zippy Chippy, the horse that started a hundred times but never visited the winner's circle. Eight seconds, twelve thirds, owned and trained by Felix Monserrati. Listen now to my chat with Joanne. You looked after him when when he arrived. How long ago did he arrive at Old Friends? Um, he's been here for twelve years. Wow, that's. That's quite some time. What was it like? What was he like when he got to your place? Um, he was kind of grumpy and um, really, you know, was his own boss. He had been turned out for, I think, two years before we got him. So he had just been kind of quiet and without a lot of people around. And here we have a lot of people around and we just want to hug and kiss them all. <laughs> So he was a little grumpy, so he had to get a he had to get used to us for sure. Right. How did it come about that he ended up joining you guys? Actually, the founder of Old Friends, Michael Blowen, he has a big farm down in Kentucky, which is the original farm. We are a satellite of his. Um, he wanted Zippy to be here, so he started pestering the owner to give them to us and he finally did wow Felix Manzarati was his owner and trainer and he he in the end wanted him to join you guys he what he he in the end wanted wanted the horse to to live out in his old age with you guys yes yes he did Felix was getting older and he just wanted Zippy to have someone to make sure he took care of him so um, which was great because Felix ended up passing away a few years later. Oh, wow. So the, that was kind of, you know, wonderful for him to know that the horse was in, in good hands for yes, for the rest yeah. of his life. And yes. you were saying that he had to really get used to other people, you know, people being around and being petted. How how did it go for the first couple of years? Um, it went good. I mean, I just kind of let them be themselves, you know, not bad um traits of biting and stuff but though that was part of zippy was he was a biter and stuff and he mellowed through the years but um he was just grumpy he wouldn't want to get caught he you know catch him out in the paddock (laughs) um he just if he was in the mood he'd do anything but if he wasn't in the mood it was just like we had to just adjust our schedule to zippy's mood um which was fine with us because he was very content until you asked him to do something. <laughs> right. And then we'd have to deal with whatever. But he was just a great horse. And I think he really loved his best friend. He he had the same buddy for 12 years also. 
since he got here. We put him in with Red Down South, and they were just lovely together. And so that's been kind of hard on Red, but he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was going to say what was what was that like for you know his friend now not having Zippy around anymore because I was reading that the two were inseparable. Yes, they were. If they went in the barn, they had to go in the same stall. They just refused to be separated. <laughs> so it was a very beautiful relationship they had. Red is nine years younger, and he just really seemed to help take care of Zippy like making them walk around more often because as they get older, they're arthritic mm-hmm. <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And, you know, he was there till the end. Wow. And of course, Zippy was kind of famous for never winning a race, even though he started a hundred times. How did he end yeah. up becoming such a, a fan favorite at Old Friends? Um, I think Felix was a big part of that, too. They say he was like the master of the one-liners, so they called him the Desi Arnaz of the backstretch. (laughs) So Zippy was starting this gigantic losing streak, and Felix was putting out all this funny stuff about it. And I think it just caught the hearts of people, and it just became fun to be a part of watching Zippy's losing streak, I guess. Kind of like a a show of its own. (laughs) Because people would go just to buy a ticket, just to have a souvenir of Zippy Chippy. Wow. So they'd spend the $2 to bet on the horse, hoping he wouldn't win, but yeah, (laughs) buying a ticket. (laughs) So he sounds like he had such a strong character of his yeah. own and, and that really shown through in his retirement as well in his dealings with the caregivers I'm assuming it did it did and that's what we always say about old friends is these horses come off the track and people get to really connect with them and their personalities just get to shine and they continue to gain fans and even now that Zippy's passed on it's almost it went worldwide it's been overwhelming actually uh cbs national news is coming to his memorial on saturday so it's just like even though he's even passed he's gaining more fans um so it just goes to show how important aftercare is which is our mission that all horses deserve a dignified retirement and and love at the end till the end yeah so even after passing zippy is still the ambassador that he's been for the last decade or more. You're mentioning a a memorial on Saturday. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, it'll be Saturday. Our normal open house is 12 to 3, and we'll start a memorial around 1 o'clock. And that will be at Old Friends Cabin Creek, right? Greenfield Center, New New York. Definitely have to try and make my own way up there, hopefully sooner rather than later. Because obviously, oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's you guys do such a phenomenal job retiring thoroughbreds. What's the secret of having Zippy live till 31? That's a beautiful age. Um, well, maybe because he didn't push himself too hard on the racetrack, so he was in better shape than most. We'll give him that. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. I started to laugh because I, I mean, that's how. <laughs> wow. It's kind of 
part of it, I'm sure. I mean, he didn't, never had a serious injury on the track. Never bowed a tendon, never, you know, had a splint, never. I don't know if he was ever even, you know, help, taken out of a race because of a fever or anything like that. I really don't think he ever had very many unhealthy days. So he really is, was in good shape. But yeah, 100 races is still 100 races, which right. is a lot more than, you know, should be demanded of a horse. Um, and it was a 10-year career, too. But um, I don't know. We took good care of him. I mean, he had this gigantic dish of mash every meal, and he savored every bite of it. And it had grain and beet pulp and a fat substitute to just keep his weight on and he got flaxseed oil and sand clear to make sure no sand stayed in his gut i mean we just we watch our horses really close and just take the best care of them that we can and he was just thriving although he did have a he caught a potomac horse fever in the fall and he got really sick and he didn't want to eat and uh we bounced him back from that, and he had a really good winter. And even the night before he passed away, he had a really good night. Wow. It, it so, seems like he was very... <laughs> yeah, it seems like he was very much, very much loved and, and looked after. Yes, for sure. What would, what would be one of your favorite, sort of most treasured memories of Zippy? I don't know, all this is flashing in front of my face. He's just, he would make us laugh a lot. Like, he didn't want to be caught. So you'd go to catch him. And just the way he'd look at us, he was just a character. And he'd walk away, you know, a little fast so that we couldn't keep up without looking silly. <laughs> um, I don't know, everything about him was just wonderful. It really was. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, thank you so much for letting us learn a little bit more about Zippy and, and what he was like to be around. And of course, the the great care that you guys give to all the retired thoroughbreds at, at Old Friends. How, how many do you guys have there at present? We have 15 here and we have 150 in Kentucky. Wow, that's wonderful. I definitely have to make sure to make a, a trip to the, to the New York base and the Kentucky base. I, I wish I've had the pleasure before. I haven't had the pleasure yet but i know how many people say how, what a wonderful place the new york facility is anyway i know um my friend acacia courtney went up there a couple of times too and, and i think she was quite the fan of what you guys did up there so yeah no yep. she was our hat model for this charity fundraising thing and she she modeled a hat for zippy chippy <laughs> it was it was fun she's oh. wonderful so Zippy Chip was a model as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> this is a wonderful story that I thought was definitely worth a mention, even though I know it's it's received a, a bit of attention already. Yeah, and definitely we have to keep uh, fighting for better aftercare for all horses. So even in the ones that can't, you know, go on to a second career need a sanctuary. Agreed. Agreed. And and you guys clearly do a very, very good job as shown by Zippy Chippy reaching that ripe old age of, of 31. So yeah, thank you so much, Joanne. And, and hopefully we'll get the chance to meet in person sometime soon. Okay, very good. Thank you, Naomi. 
Thank you so much to Joa and Pepper for uh, taking the time to enlighten us with stories about Zippy. Chippy, that's going to do it for Talk Racing to me this week. Better get home, start the track. Uh, plenty of boxes to unpack. That is my update for you guys. We bought a house, Columbia Heights, Washington, D.C. Figured out really don't like moving. I don't think anyone really does. Um, yep, can't find anything. Hoping to sort that out soon. Also, stakes race is coming up tomorrow at Laurel Park. So do come and join us there. And of course, uh, we'll continue to pump out content. Definitely going to do Kentucky Derby special next week. Looking forward to having you back with me again as usual. And goodbye. <laughs>